Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 48 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Priscilla here. I'm one of Juliana's friends and I am a language enthusiast. I am a lover of life, lover of different colours, design, um, and I love to laugh, but I'm just here to hype up my girl and to share my story. Hey, tell us one interesting fact about you, Chris. Okay, good question. An interesting fact about me is there's nothing, there's no conversation I'm not willing to have. I'm always open and ready to learn and listen. Um, yeah, I don't want the fear of conversation to stop me getting to somewhere that I need to be or somewhere that I need to to learn from. So, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast and why? So, yes, the name I'm bringing to the podcast today is Priscilla. And the reason why is that I am also on a journey to discover more about my name and why it was given to me. And it's really interesting. There's some beautiful parts and some not so great parts. But yeah, I guess it's an opportunity to dig a bit deeper for myself. And Pris, um, do you know the story behind your name? Yeah, so the story behind my name is is quite fascinating. So my parents come from Côte d'Ivoire and they came to the UK just over 25 years ago. They remember a couple of characters in the Bible, Priscilla being one of them, so without the eye. And her and her husband, Aquila, you know, were followers of Christ. And so they were really inspired by Priscilla. But they also thought that I was precious. So with the word precious and the name Priscilla, they put that together and they said, you know, let's make it different and put the I. Um, So it's a precious Priscilla, which makes her Priscilla. So that's how my name came about. But I'm just like, wow, okay. So we've got a bit of the Bible character as well as what I mean to them. I have other names as well. So it took some time for me to sit, sit down and just ask about Priscilla itself. The actual official meaning of your name um, I've read, or I think you mentioned before, that it's, um, it means venerable or classical. What does that mean to you as well? Yes, I did a bit of research on the official meaning. And yeah, so venerable, um, classical, ancient, um, primordial as well, old school. When I dig deeper into those words, uh, venerable is like has a lot of dignity and respect and is someone that... Um, people would look up to and classical um, has it has that kind of same idea you know something that's you see as like conventional or traditional something that has been there for a long time so as I dig deep I'm like okay at first it sounds like I'm just an old woman but I think what it means is someone that was important enough to be remembered someone that has value and that's not my initial thought when I always think about myself but yeah it's something as I said I'm digging into more and more and I'm getting more comfortable with it Can you tell me more about what propelled you to want to learn more about the meaning behind your name and how you went about asking your parents, you know, starting that that conversation with them? I've always been a bit uncomfortable with the fact that I have three first names. But when I started to apply for jobs, so I would say just before uni, so in 2013, I think, yeah, for my first job, I remember applying and you kind of hesitate 
when you have a long name because you don't know how much space you would have. So I've always been uncomfortable with choosing which names should I put down? How much do they, do they need to know? Does it need to match my legal documents? But actually asking questions about why each of these names was given to me. I'm ashamed to say I've only just started that, I would say within a year ago, um, or maybe just over a year. Um, it takes confidence to ask those questions because the answer you might get, it's not always going to be pleasing or what you expect, or it might lead you down a deeper road and a longer one. So yeah, I would say only over a year ago and uh, out of frustration that I couldn't write my whole name in the forms, I was like, I need to connect with at least one name. It was like, yeah, come on, Bree. Come on, let's ask these questions. So I sat them down. I say sat them down, but you know, they were just chilling in the living room after work. <laughs> and I was like, oui, mama, papa, um, I have a question for you. You know, I'm mixing my French and my English. Um, I'm taking my time because I know they'll be like, why is this girl asking me this on the first day? You know, we're tired. And I was just like, yeah, why? And yeah, it wasn't what I expected. They were telling me about um, naming me after a woman that they met at the airport that helped them to come here. Um, and also my grand, my great grandmother, who I never met. And then this name with Priscilla and that I was precious. So I was like, wow, that's a lot to take in. I only came here to understand if I was you know, named after a specific person that I knew, but all of this, people I don't know, people that have had an impact on my my parents' lives that I haven't met as well. And then to know that I am precious when, to keep things short, when I don't always feel like that, it's just the beginning, but that's how it came about and that's how I asked them about it. And yeah, now we're here. So it's mad, <laughs> but I'm grateful. I know you said initially you had a controversial take on names or the topic of names. I'm just, I, I just want to ask you, like, if you're willing to share that with us today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so being from West Africa, um, people don't always know where Cote d'Ivoire is and what it's about. Um, and so I feel like naturally I've had to explain a lot about where I come from. I come from Ivory Coast. I feel like we're quite a small community. I do come from a beautiful country and having a lot of Nigerian friends, it's, you know, you listen to their meanings. It's like, wow, it means God is with us. It means God is fighting your corner. It means God is under your wing. It means, you know, all these wonderful things. I'm just like, Hey, I get that names are important. And I had to even step, take a step back. So I was like, you know what? I'm trying to love God. I'm trying to be a follower of Jesus and I'm trying to be bold in who I am. So how can, how can I learn more about names without feeling so small as a, um, yeah, as a young woman from Ivory Coast. So I was looking into the Bible and I was like, you know what? The story of Paul, I know that names are important. So how about we start looking at names as the door to getting to know someone. So when God changed Saul's name, it wasn't this is your only identity now. If someone calls you Saul, the transformation is void. That's not true. When Paul, when Saul changed his name, it helped to mark that transformation. But his his actions, the way he lived his life, that's the proof of the transformation. That's the proof of God's work, you know? So I try to focus on the depth of someone's character, the the heart of their actions, the the overflow, you know, of the friendship to tell me more about that person because as an Ivorian, as a French speaker, my name doesn't scream, always scream before I come. So it helps me to really 
dig deeper into from conversations. It helps me to also build others up. Let's say you come from, I don't know, a country that I've never heard of. And then you say your name like, okay, cool. That's nice to meet you. No, let me open my heart a bit more. Just because this person's name doesn't mean God is flying under their wings. Let me get to know them. So for me, it was actually, I guess it was a man in the mirror moment. It helped me to see that names are wonderful and important. Yes, God shows us that with, just as an example, with cool, but they are not the whole story. So get to know someone and help them to figure out what God can do in their life. What does God say about you in the word of, in his word? If you have a great name, it's amazing. But what about those of us who don't? What about those of us who can't ask our parents what our names mean or that we can't trace it back, you know? I only just got comfortable with my name last year and I'm learning that as a follower of Jesus, names are important, but it's what's behind the name. It's the person, you know, what God wants to do with them, just like Paul. So I'm imperfect myself. I know I probably put people down, um, but I want to build people up. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to be about. And so I don't want to let the name get in the way. What was it like growing up as a French-speaking person in England? Did people ever, like, struggle with your name? Talk to me more about what your experiences were like um, growing up. Yeah, it was it was an interesting um, ride. <laughs> I was definitely confused because as soon as I stepped out of the house, I was trying to be this girl from South East London. But as soon as I went back home, it was like, okay, <laughs> so it was like very confusing I guess for all children it's confusing because you're making sense of the world around you you know anyways um but when I was at school one big difference I realized was words can look the same but they, they don't mean like they don't mean the same thing so I would often rely on my understanding of French to say let me use this big word and it would be the complete opposite meaning so I actually got feedback sometimes saying the teacher saying uh-uh girl this ain't this ain't what you wanted to use <laughs> Um, so they probably thought I was a bit slower at first, but once I clocked that, I was like, okay, cool. Let me leave French at home and let me just deal with English when I come to school. Cause it's, it's hindering me at some points, you know, and they do say children that deal with m multiple languages, they, um, talk a bit later on, but it's not because of the slower development. It's because they're doing a lot at the same time. They're trying to recognize when to use what in terms of my name, um, I actually had to pick one. Because they said Leo Cido Priscilla, which is my full first name, was too much. They said it it was it wasn't yeah I had to, it wasn't fair on them. So I think my mom said let's use Leo, and they were like nah. Um, so we picked Priscilla, but then they chopped off the eye, and I don't know how. Again, I was really young. I remember in nursery, my mom telling me, okay, it's cool, just let people call you Priscilla. The eye just never seemed important for people, and. I don't know if this had an effect on me or not, but I definitely know that I didn't care to press people to put the eye. I was like, mm, it doesn't seem like you're going to put it in anyways. If you wanted to, you would have asked me. So cool. So I went my whole life just saying, spell it how you want kind of thing. As long as you say hi to me in the street, that's how, that's how I actually say to people. As long as you recognize me in the street and say, hey girl, what's up? That's cool. That's, what's, that's what matters, isn't it? The relationship, the conversation. So as I grew up, I literally didn't care how people called me. I was like, as long as you come up my work correctly, as long as you can tell me when I can go for a break, that, you know? So I think it's probably why I take 
more of an interest into things behind the door, behind the cover, um, and the depth of characters, because people really never, on the whole, considered putting the I before my name or pronouncing it correctly. Uh, but my friends in secondary and um, primary school did try to put the Leah, but it kind of died out because not everybody was doing it. So at home, they would just say Prissy, so they take off the Leah. So yeah, but I wouldn't say that's a French way. I think if you just say Priscilla, it sounds the same in French. Priscilla. Um and the more I say it, I'm just like, wow, that's a really pretty name, you know? <laughs> so I really do love my name. But yeah, it was tough. Basically defending the eye. <laughs> that's such a great book cover, actually. Defending the eye. Yeah, it was tough. That eye caused a problem. People just be saying Priscilla, Priscilla. I'm like, who's that? Who is that? Who is that? It's not me. But that's in my mind. I will just let them cut off the eye. Yeah, I wasn't upfront either. But hey, we're all learning, you know? If from my heart I'm thinking about what might build someone up, what might give someone courage um, with their name, it would definitely be to start even by saying to pause. I say pause because I think in every area, not rushing to make a decision is always beneficial. Of course, if you're convicted to do something, that's something different. That's you. Do you, boo? Kind of thing. But pausing. So when someone has said your name or even before introducing yourself, let's say you're doing a presentation for work or you're in a group setting and you're meeting new people, just pause. Don't rush. It's so beneficial to me as a person. It's beneficial to those around me for me to pause. And then I open my mouth after pausing. I'm like, hi, my name is Priscilla. And I take my time to pronounce my name because I'm not rushing. So that's one step. That's a little step I can make every day, even for the next month or so. Just take a pause. You'll realize the difference. Not only would you start asking questions naturally, but you'll start, the confidence will naturally, um, you'll hear it in your voice as you speak because you're not rushing. And actually what you interpret to be the correct pronunci pronunciation of your name, there's a lot we take in without knowing. And so that pause, oh, it can remedy so much. But I also studied languages. So I think pausing just calms your nerves in general. Like it does a lot, but on a deeper level, just think about what you're saying, mate. Do you know what I mean? You're not here by accident. So if someone says to introduce yourself, don't rush. They're in a rush. You take your sweet time. Obviously not too much because then they'll come and say, who told you it's okay to do that? Uh -huh. Okay, you're Priscilla. So say it with the I. Say it. <laughs> So I'd say pause. You better be preaching the word to us. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I love that so much. Um, take time to just pause. Go. I need to pause for a minute. Let me just take one pause. We'd be pausing through this whole recording because the platform wants to be doing us dirty with the lagging. But amen. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, breaking about your two other names. You touched on it briefly. Can you just give us some deets about? Your two other names. I know you said Leo and I think, I want to say Sidole or Sidol. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But yeah, please like educate me. What do those names mean? Do you know the stories behind them as well? And how do you think they um, complement the name of Priscilla that you've been given as well? Yeah, the two other names. So Leo Silo Priscilla. At first I was like, okay, you've got to think a lot to pronounce it, but it sounds so pretty. Like I remember introducing myself at like conferences, you know, where you have your full name on the card, you introduce yourself. People are like, 
is that you? Because obviously they know Priscilla. Well, it's supposed to be Priscilla. And I'm like, yes, me, Slea, Sida, Priscilla. And you, <laughs> you kind of get numb, like not numb. You become indifferent, yeah, indifferent to your name. And people are just like, wow, is that you? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, only at conferences, I get this little light to say all of all three of them because they don't fit in like government forms. It reminds me of YSL. So Yves Saint Laurent, the designer, because um yeah it has three names but it's not tricky for people to say you know ysl you know the logo you know you can get it so yeah so i'll say it again it's leo sidol priscilla the first one is spelled l-e-y-o not like the leo we know oh that rhymes and then sidol is s-y-d-o-l-e such a pretty name honestly it's so sweet and soft um i don't know if i have sweet and soft sides to me but that's okay too <laughs> the meaning for those two names is um the first leo in, in well if you want to pronounce it in the english way leo leo is my great grandmother's name and i asked about her i was like what is she like as a what was she like as a woman and my parents actually never got to meet her but what they heard was yeah she was very respectable and um, she was a very tall woman and she has like these broad shoulders that run in our family. Um, yeah, if you guys can't see me, but I have quite, I look quite as, you know, if you know Ivorian people, we look quite strong. <laughs> but um, I have these lovely um, shoulders. I'm just like, you know what? Although I never got to meet my great grandmother, I love that that was something that was remembered of her, that she was tall, you know, people respect her, not out of fear, but she just stood tall and she was really firm in what she said. But yeah, that's all I know of her. And then Sidol is the lady, the air hostess that was working at yeah, the airport when my parents were traveling to the UK um, before they had me. And my mom was saying the reason why she named me after her is because she was really sweet, really approachable, really, really helpful when she was trying to get her boarding pass and everything sorted. And my mom was like, and she was really pretty too. Because <laughs> they're air hostesses, they get, they get dressed up real nice, nice, clean, everything. But that made me smile because I think I can be quite deep sometimes. And it just made me think, oh, my mom saw a really pretty lady and thought, let me name my child after her. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's really nice to think that a part of my name was inspired by yeah, vis yeah, visual aesthetics, like beauty, not in the vain sense, but one that has an impact on people to think, wow, she was so sweet and I remembered what she looked like. So yeah, that's the Leo and the Sido. And together, <laughs> you have LSP. Um, so yeah, it has a really nice ring to it, like YSL. So I really shouldn't be ashamed, but one name at a time, you know, Priscilla for now. And then we'll go to the others, but um, it really is a beautiful name that I didn't care for and that not all government forms have the space for but that's okay you know in the future who knows there'll be more spaces and more characters for us to type our names in but for now we hold it in our hearts <laughs> and our birth certificates <laughs> but man nah it's beautiful it's a beautiful name that i'm getting to to grips with as well man but yes lsp we can we can pronounce ysl i love how, i loved how you said it with the french with the French, you know, accent, but yeah, your name is incredibly beautiful, and I'm so glad you, you've been on this pod to share your story and the story of your parents, and even up to your great grandmother. Like just hearing you describe her physicality, like bring something to this conversation. So yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. 
Um, I wanted to ask a final question. If there was one thing you would want the world to know about your name or names in general, what would it be? To be honest, I can say the hope, what the hope is. I would hope that when people see my name, that is not where they stop um, in, uh, in, in career-wise for them to see my name and to think, wow, what is it this girl does um, that makes her different from any other Priscilla? Um, I would want them to think, okay, maybe I can't pronounce her name or it's foreign to me, but I want to understand why she's applied to this or whatever, for it not to stop and be a barrier for somebody. I want them to also see character. Um, I actually do pride myself on having uh, quite an easygoing nature. So for people to see my name and just think, wow, she's approachable and she's just here to live her life the best way she knows how knowing who God is and, you know, his word. Yeah, that's what we're all here for as well. So I want them to see, you know how like the name Priscilla, it has the P and the R and the I, and it's like at different levels, like visually, you know, it's different heights. It's not just all the same length. I I think that's a bit of me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not quite tall, but I think I can talk a lot um, with the right conversation. I I love design. You can check out my website, by the way. <laughs> I'm joking. No, you can't actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very colourful as a person. Sometimes I have a lot to say. Sometimes I have nothing to say because I really don't know. Um, and I love to admit that because it's a lot of pressure to know all the time. Hello, not me. Yeah, so when they see my name for, their, for them to see someone who um, is not done yet with their own journey, for someone for them to see that it's someone who has a lot of character, um, who they can have any conversation with, um yeah it's a hope it's a hope so it doesn't have to happen um because god is in control but yeah there's a lot more to this little gal here you know what i'm saying um yeah but that's a question i think to to develop an answer in the future as well i don't think it's fair to say as i'm also in the beginning of the journey but so hopefully that answers you you know what i mean um and then my website yes my website is actually just my my name priscilla and then a semian which is my surname um it is p r i s c i double l i a a double s e m i e n so if you didn't catch all those letters then pause the thing go back write it down go and giggle or Bing, whatever you use, and type that in me. That is another story in itself, how I fell onto design, but I'm doing it to build others up and to promote art that transcends um, borders and to encourage people. Um, even if they have small rooms or small houses, small offices, they can have something beautiful to look to. So that's my website. Or you can follow me on Instagram at everydaypris because I use the everyday and make it new. So that's me, and I've been your guest host with Juliana. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Briss, for sharing. I just pray that you continue to walk in the purpose that God has placed before you. And you've inspired me, actually, just in terms of thinking about how you use your art to encourage and build others up, and how you use your life to do that. Like, I just pray for more of that. And yeah, if you have any last words, please do share, girl. Oh, thank you so much, Jules. Honestly, thank you so, so, so much. Even the words thank you, they're not enough. Um, 
So, vraiment, merci beaucoup. Merci vraiment, vraiment, vraiment. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. So if you guys are listening, then you know what to do. Share, comment, like, subscribe, <laughs> whatever you do. Hit her up if you want to come on. You know what I mean? Share it with your friends. Share it with your shopkeeper, man. Everybody. <laughs>